Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Mr. Snyder, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm really great. I mean, you know, I mean, all things considered, you know, uh, one thing that COVID did is everybody, I think, has adjusted what they what great is, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, you know, all things considered. I'm doing great, all things considered. But, uh, you know, there's so many people that had so many much, much bigger problems during this COVID thing than, than I had. So I've got no complaints at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, before we start talking rock music classic, I got to tell you one thing. I got a host uh, of one of our shows, and he says, when you talk to D. Snyder, tell him I was terrified of him. Like for years and years, because as a kid, he stumbled across your, ima your image on uh, the Stay Hungry record. And he said, you know, this guy is six foot four and weighs 200 pounds. So he says, I'm still kind of terrified. Do you still have people coming up to you that go like, I used to be afraid of you? I hear that all the time. Uh, I hear that all the time. <laughs> And it's, it's when I think about it, it's very odd. You know, I was I that that I, I wanted people to like what I did. I wanted to bring attract people to me. Yeah. Yet I chose this very off-putting, aggressive <laughs> image that like sort of it's it's strange. You know, my my wife says when she remembers the first time she she's been with me 45 years, so she saw like one of the first shows we ever did. Yeah. And she was and you were like kicking at, like you was wearing these big shoes and you were like kicking at the audience and, and like cursing at them. And, and you go, and, and I, and I think about it, I go, how did I think that was going to bring <laughs> attraction to me? Like, why, why wouldn't they just run out screaming and run away? And yet I was hoping they would stay and, and like what they were seeing. So it's weird, but it worked. <laughs> yes, it did. Indeed. And we were very much looking forward to you guys coming over and uh, do the Rock Meets Classic shows. Now, as far as I can recall, and correct, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you guys have never performed with, a, with an orchestra, did you? Twisted Sister has not. Yeah. I have had the great fortune of doing uh, a couple of shows. I can't remember if it was two or three with Rock Meets Classic a number of years ago. Ah. Uh, and I had a, a, a similar one-time experience uh, joining a massive orchestra in New York. All right. It was actually a, a, a kid's orchestra. I was doing a thing to help raise awareness of, uh, you know, of, of, of the need of support that the young musicians yeah. need. But The thing that I came away with, I, I mean, I, it got me, I walked away and I was, why was that so good? Why was that so, why was that so great? And then I realized I, I'm a classically trained countertenor. Yeah. And I've always believed that Beethoven, uh, Mozart, Bach, they were the heavy metal guys of their day. Yeah. They were making loud powerful music and they didn't have electric instruments. So how do you make it louder? You, you know, let's, let's add more instruments, more, we need more instruments. We need more drums. We need more, we need 300 voices. We need, so they were just trying to make volume. If they had electric guitars and, and, and keyboards, and I think they would have said, Oh, we don't need all that. I'll just play guitar and I'll play, I'll play organ. Like, you know, so now You combine Rock Meets Classic, you've got actual electric instruments, and you've got this, you know, 150 people on stage making a lot of noise. And that's, it's, so it's great. That's what rock and roll and metal is. Noise, loud noise. When, when you came back from this first trip on rock, uh, from Rock Meets Classic, didn't you try to convince the other guys, go like, we should do this with the whole band? 
<laughs> well, you know, exactly. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, but then when you yeah, then you look at the, the the economics of it, you go, whoa, 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 how much? How much will union musicians want to be paid to, to <laughs> tour? You know, and, and one thing I think is very funny because I've worked with um, I do another thing actually. Uh, I've done a thing called Rocktopia on yeah. Broadway, which was uh, you know rock and classic, literally mashups. Which was very exciting. I even got to sing some opera in that. All right. And um, and but I I I I said, wait a minute. Why are all the rock musicians have everything memorized in their head, and all the classical musicians are sitting with music stands and sheet music? I, you know, I said, how come they don't have to learn their shit, and we have to remember every word, every song. <laughs> Why is that for rock, but not for classical? They're allowed to look at their look at their notes, you know. So. You know, usually it's it's pretty much predetermined what kind of songs you have to perform when you go with rock music classic. But if you had the choice, which three or four or five songs would you actually do? Well, first of all, burn in hell. Uh, right. Because uh, I mean, it's one of our more po twisted, more popular songs. Yeah. But "Burn in Hell," of course, doesn't get is not the choice for rock meets classic. But it is so <laughs> powerful and would be amazing with with you know all those strings and timpani, yeah. and it would really add to the the darkness of it. So I, I would love to do that. I would love you know love to do. You can't stop rock and roll. Yeah, which is. My, to see like a full drum section just in the opening of I mean I would just love to see that again you know that's like that's on that's 11 when you've got a, a loud orchestra a loud choir and a loud rock band all just hitting all those beats all those notes that would be powerfully exciting Are you looking forward to hanging out with all, all those other guys like Joey Tempest and, uh, 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 you know, whoever is there? Um, or is it just like you keep your own space when you go on tour with those? No, I actually. So, I, okay, in, back in the, in the 80s, I was not a happy camper. <laughs> I was very angry. I had a big chip on my shoulder, as the saying goes. And, and I, I was, you know, I was, I, I just, I was miserable. Uh, my wife, who I've been with 45 years now, she would never come out on road tour. I said, well, why don't you come hang with me? She goes, because you're awful. <laughs> she says, you're, you're just, you sit in your room and you're just like sort of mad at the world. And I don't even know why. And you're, and you're just like in your head so much. Like, well, I was like, well, I'm getting ready for the show. I got to get ready for the show. To me, the show was like a, like a, a prize fight. You know, I had to get out there and I had to win. I had to win. But now Uh, you know, when you do something like Rock Meets Classic, yeah. I sing four or five songs. It's not so much work. I call it easy lifting. And um, and it's more of a hang. And uh, I've come to really enjoy just the, the, the relaxedness of not having all that pressure of doing 20 songs, yeah. you know, or 25 songs on my shoulders. So, and now my wife comes with me and she says, oh, you're much better now. And it's like a vacation. So we go to a show then we'll go travel around Germany a little bit. Then we'll go do a show. So it's, I'm really looking forward to it. And I really enjoy the hanging out with the other artists because now that I think everybody's more relaxed in that environment. Joey, I mean, and Joey and I get along great, but yeah. you, well, you don't have that whole, Worry, worry about your throat because you're singing 20 songs and what if my throat you know four songs 
nah, you know, I, I could do four songs every day forever. You know, that's easy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, it's amazing because you are one of the the few artists, uh, as I have to say, in, 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 with all due respect, in your age. I've I've never seen anybody more in shape. It's a lot of pressure, you know. By the way, well, first of all, you know, this year, as far as age goes, you know, there's just you can't you, you can sit there and go alive at your age or say I don't celebrate birthdays. Well, it doesn't change one thing. It just is what it is. So this year, I'm 66. Six the most metal of ages. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, and you just, I would just say you, you can't stop the clock, but you can go down swing, you know what I mean? So you can, <laughs> you, you can. And so I've, you know, I've always led a life that, you know, and this goes back to this a life philosophy. I never did drugs. I never drank. Yeah. The first thing I bought after a house and a car was a health club, a gym. <laughs> I, I bought a gym. I mean, I'm not talking about my house. I'm talking about a business that was a gym. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was the one I used to work out in and I bought it. So, you know, when, when, when Twisted Sister signed with Atlantic Records, we were doing our first album, the president of the label said, I've never had a band, when asking about the studio, say, where is the nearest gym? <laughs> so, but, and so my peers, they all like, I would say they viewed life as like a sprint. You know, they're going for 27, you know, I was going for, I'm going for 87, you know, so I, I viewed, always viewed it as a marathon. So to me, everything I did was with that in mind that this life is a marathon and I plan on, on getting to the end, you know, not, I'm not checking out early. So I've just had a very different philosophy about it. Um, but I tell you, you know, it's tough to live up to some of the pictures. I mean, when I retired with <laughs> Twisted, I had a, I had an eight pack. Yeah. Um, but I was saying on stage, I said, I told the audience, I said, I want a fucking carb. I want, I want to, I want to eat a pancake and a, and a, and a muffin. And I'm going to rewrite. I want to rock and sing. I want a carb. So I will tell you right now, I don't have an eight pack. I'm not, I'm not a fat slug, but I ain't taking my shirt off anymore because I, because I've been enjoying life. So <laughs> and I thought it would be really like nice for you to go out and say, take this, Mike Tramp. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed doing that for a long time. There was this big um, charity show in Las Vegas. And let's see, we had Rob Zombie. Uh. We had uh, Stephen Piercy of Rat. Uh. We had Ma Vince Neil and Motley Crue. We had guys from Kiss, Alice Cooper. I'm trying to think who else was there. But it was like all these, you know, rock stars. And they were all wearing sport coats. <laughs> Sport coats. And and now on stage and I came out on stage and I took my shirt off and my coat and I and 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 I was ripped at that time. And this is like six years ago. And and the audience is just gasping and the other bands are like shaking their heads, going, Oh damn. Damn, we gotta get back to the gym. Oh my God, D just like D just embarrassed us. It just embarrassed us. He went out there. We're wearing sport coats and he had no shirt on. So, but that's not sport coats aren't rock and roll. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, do you have to dress up actually for the occasion, at least, you know, for the four songs? Like, do you have to go in full makeup? Like, I don't, uh, I, I don't, you know, the makeup thing, and I love the makeup thing. It was, it, the thing I loved about the makeup thing is, is the crazy, was besides the craziness of it, was that, you know, when you got, you know, you now you're on the road, the tour's going on for months and months and months. Yeah. And, you know, you get into that fourth, fifth night and you're just, you know, I mean, look, we love what we do, but it, 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 it you know, there people say it, it, it gets exhausting. Yeah. And you arrive at the show 
and you're really just not feeling it. And then as I'd start to put the makeup on, there'd be this like transformation. And by the end, when you put on the costume and everything, all of a sudden you became like it helped you get into it every night. Yeah. So I love that about it. But we, I stopped wearing that years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I still, you know, I, I get dressed up. I never believe in like wearing the clothes you wore to the wore to, to the sound check. You know, you should still look like a rock star. So I'll be very sparkly. I'm very sparkly now. Uh, well, now, now I was like, walk out of like, Woo, he's sparkling. Everything I have is a bit dazzled. And, uh, you know, but you know, you, you know, I, I never wanted to see someone on stage who looked like they could have put gas in my car, uh, my way to the show. Uh, you know, and that's the way it got in the, by the way, the nineties and two thousands. Yes. I would go to backstage of shows and I didn't know who was in the band anymore. <laughs> I mean, I was talking, you know, it'd be a crew guy with someone who worked in, you know, in, in, catering or, Oh, you're, you're in the band. Wow. I thought you were going to serve me my dinner. <laughs> Crack me up. <laughs> oh, you got, you, you know, you're still a very active person. You do a lot of solo stuff. You just, you know, recently released uh, uh, the second solo record. What, what yeah, do you have? Leave a score. Yeah. Leave a, exactly. A, yeah. I mean, people, most people don't even know. I, I just, to me, I'm always looking for new challenges and I'm always looking for the new, Uh, something exciting and not that rock isn't exciting, but you know, it's sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm excited, more excited to talk to you about leave a scar, which sold, you know, wood, you know, to, <laughs> you know, there's platinum, there's gold, and then there's wood, which is basically, you know, you, it's not, it hasn't sold anything because no one buys records anymore. But I, I've been last 35 years, I've been working on my writing. So I've written my first, A fictional novel and I write screenplays and I'm going to be directing my first movie this year so that I wrote. And so I'm, uh, I'm creating a, I created a co-created a children's animated series that's in development right now. Mm. Uh, I've, I'm working on a, a holiday special with a stop motion animation company mm. called the heavy metal Christmas. I wrote a musical at one point, which was staged in Chicago and Toronto, Canada. So, I mean, I'm always looking for a new challenge and, um, Because that's what, I don't know, life is. Otherwise, just, you know, die. I don't know. What else <laughs> are you going to do? <laughs> uh, you're going to be bored the hell out of it. Rock Meets Classic. It was like, oh, my God, 20 minutes work and then. <laughs> what, oh, well, what no, no. Do? To me, I, my wife and I are looking, we're excited like it's a, a, a vacation. You know what I mean? We're going to go to Germany and we're going to travel and really. And, and on the, you know, I think, I don't know how many shows it is totally, but it's, it's a, it's a good number. Yeah. And we're really going to get a chance to see Germany. And then there's days off in between. And I, I never, in all the years I toured, I never saw anything. Yeah. Uh, partially because of my lock myself in my room and hide attitude. And, and I was always working, but here with, you know, a show a day or two off a show, I'm really going to get to, uh, and it's going to be April in Germany and COVID is, I'm feeling is, you know, well, at least we've learned how to handle it. Yeah. So uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm very happy. That, and I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping and praying that this whole thing is just going to work and just going to happen. You know, that's what we all do over here. Because I think in the, in the state side, there are full shows already. And uh, uh, things seem to have uh, gotten back a little bit quite to normal. But uh, uh, over here, they haven't. So, uh, well. Well, yeah, this has been canceled, postponed twice so far. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm hoping for the same. And look, I, you know, I recognize, honestly... Mm. I, you know, uh, the, I applaud the intelligence of, 
you know, countries like Germany, uh, countries like Australia, New Zealand, who have been a lot smarter. Um, I spent COVID, we live at a house in, in the country of Belize in Central America yeah. on the beach. And we w- went there and uh, because we said, well, if we're going to be locked in our house, let's be on a beach and not be in, in a city. Yeah. And um, But they were very strict. They shut the borders. Uh, they had military on the streets. They had huge fines uh, for not wearing a mask. So they 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 were being careful. And, and I was totally fine with that. I said, hey we don't need to kill more people, yeah. you know? So uh, I hope it, I hope it reopens and I hope it, the show goes on because I want, I don't want to get people rocking, coming to a show worried and thinking in the back of our mind, am I going to be sick a week from now? You know, yeah, that we yeah. never did that when we went to rock concerts. I never thought about it. You never thought about it. Nah. You, it was all about going and having a good time. And I do, you really can have a good time when you've got a fear of, of like someone getting you ill standing next to you. So hopefully when this show goes down, we'll be at that past that point and ready to rock again. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, believe it or not, I'm going to drink at least one beer while you're playing. <laughs> well, that's good. As long as you don't go out to get it during my song. Do that during Joey Tempest's song. <laughs> <laughs> promise, promise, cross my heart. <laughs> I always tell people, I say, listen, you know, on my, my shows, I go, I'm going to play some new music tonight. That is not an excuse to go to the bathroom or to go get a beer. You want to go to the bathroom, you want to get a beer, do it during the drum solo. <laughs> You know, I gotta just just ask you out of curiosity, like, what do you have in you know once once Rock Meets Classic is done, what are you gonna do next music wise? You know, I mean, the ne- so that's that's uh, interesting. I I think there's a fair chance that I may go out uh, and you know in the su- in the spring and summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at possibility of doing shows yeah. for my album for uh, Leave a Scar, which I you know came out this past year, but. The t- timing wasn't right to go out and do shows. Yeah. And again, I don't want to go do shows where people are social distancing or worried or, you know, I want to do shows where we, it's like, I'm spoiled. I'm used to just <laughs> having audiences just come to a show and just enjoy themselves without that uncomfortable feeling or fear. And then some people say, oh, I don't give a shit, but others do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Others yeah. do. And others are, are very concerned and very worried. So, I mean, I just want to, I'm hoping to get back out there and ex- have that amazing festival joy experience, play new music. But I'm also, um, I'm expecting to be uh, directing that movie I told you about. It's yeah. called My Enemy's Enemy. And we're looking at May, actually. Mm-hmm. So my next, uh, my next, you know, like thing after Rock Me's Classic may be the director's chair, uh, working on the new movie. <laughs> It's just amazing. Uh, I haven't been to the States for many years now, but I can imagine that, you know, after four years of Trump and then uh, COVID, I think, I think the country must have changed somehow. Do you, can you feel that? Can you sense that somehow? 100%. Yeah. It is, it is really sad. It is, mm. um, uh, you know, there's places, especially when you go into these more, I call them hostile territories where they've taken, uh, you know, the, the, they call them red states where Trump dominated uh, or, you know, or they're, you know, they don't have uh, mask rules or no. uh, vaccination rules. And, you, you know, and you feel this aggression and it's, it's, yeah. it's, and, but, you know, I am, 
I am aggressively on the other side. So, I mean, I'm not, I, you know, I am, I am like the other side of, of, you know, the people who aggressively, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, anti-vax, anti, you know, anti, you know, all yeah, that shit. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the mouth that roared, uh, you know, and I carry a gun too. So, uh, you know, so, uh, I'm the, I'm the guy on the other side, the socially conscious guy, the woman's rights uh, activist and the environmentalist. But, uh, but I'm also, like I said, uh, I'm a concealed carrier and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm aggressive. I'm not a pacifist. So I'm a weird voice on there. So I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I'm part of nah, that. Problem. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm part of, just that part of that that tension you're talking about yeah. because, you know, cause I'm not, uh, I'm not falling down because the, the, the Trumpers are loud and in people's faces, yeah. you know, I'm very loud and in people's faces on the other side of things. So um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's not a good thing. <laughs> the, <laughs> no. it, it's not a good thing. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much talking to us and taking the time. Beautiful pleasure, and uh, I hope to see you in uh, April in Munich. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's let's say hope. Let's say I will see you. Yes, exactly. I will see you then. <laughs> Happens. All right, man. Good talking to you. Take care. Have a good time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.